Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us on Zoom or in the building Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. For the Zoom link, please contact tikvatdirector at gmail.com or contact us on our website, tikvatisrael.com. There you can also support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again A life of love is making music with my friends I can't wait to get on the road again Yes, I can't wait to get on the road You didn't know you were getting a show this morning, did you? I'll take, I take tips. Um, no, just give to the Tide Box. So you don't need to give to me. So, anyway. so uh, Shabbat Shalom, let's pray. Avinu Malkinu, our Father, our King, we thank you for this Shabbat day when we can open, be open to the words that you give to us. The words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable before you, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. All right, so how many people like to drive? Show of hands. All right. I love to drive. In fact, when Bonnie and I go anywhere, I prefer to drive. It's like, not that Bonnie is a bad driver. <laughs> oh, although I might say, I might say some things like, watch out for that guy. Slow down, speed up. Or make sounds like, or pound my foot on the floorboard. <laughs> But I'm only kidding, honey. I, she's, she's really, really uh, a good driver. But I love to drive. You see, when I was in the military on the deck of an aircraft carrier, which is one of the most dangerous places to be in the world, I was taught to keep my head on a swivel, as they used to say, always looking around for trouble. So I learned that. Right? And that's how I drive when I'm behind the wheel. I'm constantly looking around at everyone and almost anticipating their next move. Right? Because you never know what they're going to do next. Never know. And it's a crazy world out there, yeah? So you have to be on your guard. Life is a journey. Newsflash, right? Takes us down many roads. Some are a little more interesting than others. Some are curvy. Some could be somewhat treacherous. Some have bumps and potholes. Some are smooth and very fast. But that's life. How many of us have done the same routine for years and years and years? 
I, yeah, I see some hands, right? I've been going to the same job every day for 23 years. I had no clue back in 1999 that I'd be there this long. I'm not even sure I'd even thought I'd be here this long, right? Going to that same address every workday. I'm sure there are some folks out there that can rel relate, both here and in Zoom land, that have been doing the same routine over and over, but maybe even longer than that. But it's funny. We just do it. And sometimes it becomes so methodical, we just do it without even thinking about it. But what happens when there's a change in the road? How does it make you feel? Especially when you're in a place you might not have been before, right? It may be, un you make you feel uneasy and uncomfortable. Yeah. So this is certainly a time of changes in my life's journey. Change in routine, change in job status, change in relationships with friends moving away. So I thought it would be appropriate to reboot Eric's driving test. I did this a little over three years ago. So it's time for a refresher. So are you ready? You didn't know you were going to get quizzed this morning, did you? So here we go. Jason, question number one. Is it, you got it? Maybe? No, that's not the question. That's the picture. Do we have the question? Question number one. Well, I'll read it. When we see a fork in the road in our life, which way do we go? Do we A, choose the quick and easy my way, do a U-turn and head for the hills, slam on the brakes, or do we go God's way? God's way. We always have a choice. Always have a choice because God has given us free will to choose our own way or God's way. So let's look at the scripture here. Let's look at Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in God with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Right? It doesn't say lean on your own understanding. It says do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Thanks, Jason. Our way might seem easier or quicker to get where we might want to go, but we don't practice delayed gratification. We might want it now, whatever it is. Or we may think it is what we really need, but it turns out it's really what we want, not what we need. Change in our life could scare us and stop us in our tracks, so we may slam on the brakes. We may go our way only to find out that's a dead end and there's no good exit. 
So, the answer to question number one is what? D. We don't go God's way. So, I think you passed that one. God always knows what's the best for us in our lives. He's in control and good will come to those that wait on him in his time. Yes, that's right. For years I was struggling in my job. I prayed that God would remove me from that situation and find me another job. One that would give me what I wanted with less stress. Yeah, right. Opportunities I was sure I would be hired for came and went until my supervisor hired another man to be my boss, which at first I had objected to, but this man made some changes in the operation that allowed me to do my job better. And although I was not the boss and they lowered my salary, the new boss initiated a bonus plan that offset my reduction. So, and then last year, he gave me a raise. So, I had bounced back from what they took away. I believe this was God, his way all along. And now years later, from that turning point, my boss, put in his notice and quit. I was like, where are you going, dude? You're, you're my protection, you're, you've taken care of me. He's like, adios, see ya, I'm done here. And that scared me a little bit because I was fearful that the big boss who I used to bump heads with before was gonna give me more stuff to do. And I didn't need that. So, we had a meeting last week. And I really prayed, prayed really hard before this meeting because I was just ready that this guy was going to dump all kinds of extra stuff on me. And at the meeting, to my surprise, nothing. I just sat there with a smile on my face yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You're going to do that? Yeah, you're going to do that? You're going to do that? Not me. Nothing. And after that meeting, I thanked him. I thanked him for doing what was right for my life. He had some honor in him. He had some good in him that I didn't see before. So that's God. That's God. Right after that meeting, the next thought in my head was, okay, now I have to hire somebody that's going to come in that I got to train, which is going to add all kinds of stress. And not long after that thought, and I prayed again, prayer, Lord, make this easy for me. Make this easy for me. I need your help. I got a phone call. And it was a, from a person I hadn't heard in a very long time. You see, about six years ago, the general manager that was in charge then was laying off people to cut costs for the company. And I used to have 
four people working for me. But over the years, it went from three, down to two, down to one. And that boss said, oh, he could do it. We don't need her. And he let her go. So I was all on my lonesome. She called me the other day and said, hey, are you hiring? It's like, yeah, I am. She goes, can I come back and work for you again? I was like, let me think about it. Uh, yeah. No brainer. I was like, you sure? Yes, I loved my job there, and if I hadn't gotten laid off, I think I would still be there. So I was like, Baruch Hashem, she's coming back October 3rd. It's going to make my life a whole lot easier. That's a Baruch Hashem right there. So, these were prayers answered, folks. And I'm looking at 104 days before I leave that job for good on my terms. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, back to the quiz. You didn't think you were going to get away with that, did you? All right. So question number two is we use mirrors while we drive. But during our life's journey, do we A, constantly watch, constantly watch in the rearview mirror, B, depend only on our side view mirrors for the blind spots, C, keep our eyes mostly straight ahead, or D, keep our eyes closed? Do we have that? With any journey we're on, it's always great to be aware of our surroundings. However, we must pay attention, right? So what does the scripture say on this subject? Let's look at Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14. Rav Shaul wrote, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself as having taken hold of this. But this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on towards the goal for the reward of the upward calling of God and Messiah Yeshua. And in this one I have a bonus scripture. Luke chapter 9 verse 62. But Yeshua said to him, no one who has put his hand to the plow and look back is fit for the kingdom of God. So what happens if you're constantly looking back in the rear view? Or perhaps you're de depending on side mirrors instead of the occasional glance over the shoulder. We might miss something that's in our blind spot. That could be bad. We could get ourselves in quite a pickle. Looking back at what Yeshua said, nobody can plow a field ahead of us while looking behind. We won't go straight. We'll run all over the place or run into something and it can hurt us. And we definitely 
don't want to keep our eyes closed. That's even worse. So what's the answer to question number two? We close our eyes? Do we look in the rear view? Or do we keep our eyes mostly ahead? C, right? C. C ahead. Keep your eyes ahead. Hey everyone, newsflash, we're all not perfect. We all fall short from the glory of God. I'll admit that I've made some mistakes in the past that I'm not proud of. I could say to God, I am ashamed or I am not deserving of what you have done for me. But if we live in the past, beat ourselves up for the mistakes that we've made, how does that honor God? We can learn from the past, not live in it. God's steadfast love and forgiveness allows us to do and I remember this song from a long time ago, pick yourselves up, dust yourselves off, and do it all over again. You ever hear that? Yeah. Yeah. So he redeems us. He redeems us from our mistakes. Last question of the quiz. Number three. This is a real head stumper, folks. I don't know if you'll know this. How do we drive when the storm comes during our journey? Do we A, lights on to illuminate the way, B, wipers on to clear the view, C, have Yeshua as our co-pilot and backup, or D, all the above? We got that next pick? This is what it can look like out there, folks. That looks like I-64 during a thunderstorm, right? It's crazy. It's crazy out there. So what, is our, what does our scripture say about this? Let's look at Luke chapter 8, 22 to 24. Now on one of those days, Yeshua and his disciples got into a boat. And he said to them, let's move to the other side of the lake. So they set out. Then as they were sailing, he fell asleep. A violent winter storm, wind storm, here it's winter storm, but wind storm, came down on the lake and they were swamped with water and they were in danger. They came to Yeshua and woke him up saying, Master, Master, we're perishing. He got up and rebuked the wind and the surging wave of water. Then it stopped and it all became calm. Then Yeshua said to them, where is your faith? But they were afraid and marveled saying to one another, who then is this? He commands even the winds and the water and they obey him. Beloved, the lightning, the rain, the wind is going to come during your life's journey. Sometimes so fierce, we can't see our hand in front of our face, but we must have faith and no doubt and not wonder if we're going to make it through because he will see us through. 
So did you guess what the answer to question three is? All of the above. Everybody's passing. That's great. Did everybody, how'd y'all do? Everybody did good? Everybody passed? Good. You get Torah points. All of you. Yay, I'm giving out. You get a Torah point. You get a Torah point. It's awesome. So, Yeshua illuminates our path with his light. Yeshua wipes away our tears from our eyes so we could see. Yeshua is there, okay, I'll say it, to take the wheel if we need him to at the height of our storms that we will face. A short time ago, I attended the UMJC conference near Asheville, North Carolina. I was so excited to go because this held a special opportunity. Not only did I represent Tikvat Israel, but I got to meet some of the rabbis and other leaders that started the modern Messianic Jewish movement. Some that I look up to and have learned from, but also others that I've only heard of. These are the folks that pave the way for how we practice our faith today in the 21st century. I was also a little nervous about this event because I was asked to serve as the cantor during the Shabbat morning service. After all, I was used to being here at Tikvat. I call myself a proud Tikvatian, and I do things the Tikvat way. But I don't know what those other guys do. There's hundreds, literally hundreds of Messianic congregations out there. And you can, you can even ask Scott and Sherry Moore, you know, and Scott does a, a, a version of a prayer one way. He's doing it this way. I'm doing it that way. But you know what? It's all the same. It's all the same prayer. It doesn't matter what the tune is. It's all the same. So I know I got off track there, but we're all part of the big picture. We're all part of it. And being used to this place made me nervous. It baked and... and I was curious how Messiah Yeshua was going to be there for me and help me through this. And I had no clue back in 2010 when I just started to discover who he was. Yeah, I had no clue. But something very interesting happened. While I was preparing for the service, my car was parked next to the auditorium where the event was being held. And I'd left my car unattended for a little bit. And when I returned to it, I found this. You got this picture, Jason? I found that on my car. I was like, what the? Who put this on my car? Was it Scott? I was like, Scott, this would be something Scott would do. But no, it wasn't him. Was it Rabbi David? I was like, no, he was in COVID lockdown. 
So it wasn't him, but it would be something he would do. And I was like, I don't believe it, but I just started to laugh. And laugh so hard, I was like, God used somebody to put this on my car and send me a message. It was there and then. I received it. I received that message. And some of the uncertainty and the butterflies and the stress that I was experiencing just went away. Because although I want to get the liturgy right and pronounce the words correctly and not have my voice crack, I'm not perfect. And I recognize that God's got me no matter what. That Shabbat service was unlike anything else I'd ever experienced. There was a husband and wife worship team from one congregation, a couple of other rabbis from other congregations that I didn't know. I didn't know. I've never served with them before. I've never collaborated with them before, but it was like we knew each other for a very long time. We had a great relationship and connection, and it was like we were one congregation serving together, bringing glory to Hashem. It was wonderful. You know, even the most practiced routine like driving to work every single day can change. Things change around us all the time. It's not in our control. Like we might think we know we're going, where we're going. We have a destination in mind. But as I mentioned earlier, what if the road conditions change? What if we hit a bump? What if we hit a very big pothole that jostles the heck out of you? Right? What then? The weather conditions change. It might rain. It might snow. Even worse, it might fog. And you can't see what's in front of you. That's pretty scary. How do you react? What about a detour that takes you far out of your way to a place you'd never been before? Your life is uncertain, except to God. You have a choice to follow the directions God is giving you, and it doesn't matter how experienced you are at whatever you do. So remember, folks, be patient. I'm a new driver. But I know who's riding with me. Shabbat Shalom. Let's pray. Avino Malkenu, thank you for all your words. That is the guide for our journey through life on this earth. Teach us to trust in you so no matter what comes, good or bad, the sunshine and the storms of life 
that you give us peace, you give us shalom, and that we will praise you in the sunshine and praise you in the storm. Yeshua's name I pray. Amen.